0: Coming up on the Children's Hour, we're going to learn about cooking with kids, with our friend Sarah from Kids Cook. Together, we're going to cook a kale salad. We'll learn about how to blend flavors to bring the most out of our food. We'll also learn how to appropriately cut with a knife the kids on the crew will be sharing recipes all throughout the show. So you might want to grab a pencil and paper or just head over to childrenshour.org. We've posted all the recipes we're going to share there under this episode page, Cooking with Kids. And we have a book series review from our kids crew member, Xander. All of this is mixed with great music. It's time to get cooking with kids on the Children's Hour. The Children's Hour is Kids Public Radio, produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated. Find out more about us at Children'sHour.org. It's time for the Children's
1: Hour. Kids Public Radio.
2: What did the orange say to the green banana?
3: I don't, I don't know,
2: know what. You don't look like you're peeling well. <laughs> <laughs> it's time, time for the children's hour. hour. It's it's
4: public
5: Radio.
6: It's early morning, not quite four. The farmer's up and out the door. A little farm's all through the state. A load bushel, box and crate And while you're sleeping, safe and sound The farmers is driving to your town Bringing fresh-grown, fresh-picked food your way As the sun wakes up the day At the farmer's market, close to home All the food you'll find there is locally grown Like a farm once a week in your neighborhood it's farmers' market good, and in the park some local gents set up the tables and some tents. The little trucks come rolling in, and soon the market can begin. Flour straight from the flower bed, and some fragrant, still warm bread, fruits and veggies of every shape and size, and delicious home-baked pies at the farmers' market close to home. All the food you'll find there is locally grown. Like a farm once a week in your neighborhood. It's Farmer's Market Good. Good for your breakfast. Good for your lunch. Good for your dinner too. Good for the farmer. Good for the family, best of all, good for you. The market changes every week, depending what crop's at its peak. First is rhubarb, lettuce, peas, then spinach, and strawberries. And local peaches are so nice. Watermelon by the slice, Heirloom tomatoes, corn so tall, and apples in the fall. Good for your breakfast, good for your lunch, good for your dinner too, good for the farmer, good for the family, best of all good for you. So if it's still a bit too hard to try and till your whole backyard, there is a place right down the street where all your savvy neighbors meet and like the seeds that the farmers sow, your whole community will grow. Cause beside all the best that the farmer sends, you'll find a brand new crop crop of friends at the farmer's market close to home all the food you'll find there is locally grown like a farm once a week in your neighborhood it's farmer's market farmer's market good for the farmer good for your family farmer's market good
0: Farmer's Market Good is Tom Chapin. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I'm always incredibly happy and lucky to be with you today. And I'm here with a whole lot of great people, including... Hi, it's Evan. Hi, it's Ruthie. Hi, it's Illuminata. Hello, it's Melissa.
5: cock doodle doo it's Maya Lou.
3: Hello, it's Zen. Hello, it's Amadeus.
5: Hi, it's Lucas. Hi, it's Daniel. Hi, it's Camila.
0: Well, it is so nice to have all of you with us today. We're going to be talking about cooking with kids. Does everybody on this crew like to cook? Yes, yes, very much.
3: Yeah, I I definitely like to cook. Yes. At least a little bit. Yeah, I specifically love baking, but yeah,
0: cooking's great. I like baking too, and I like being creative in the kitchen. And today for the show, I've asked all of you to bring something that would be a recipe that kids in our listening audience could cook. We're going to be getting into those all throughout the show. And so tune in for lots of great suggestions for cooking with kids. Do you all want to hear my recipe? Sure. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Let's see it. Okay. But first, we're on Zoom right now and we're going to cook together today on the show with Sarah Robbins from Kids Cook. We're going to make a kale salad together. You can follow along on the recipe at children'shour.org. Look for this episode, Cooking with Kids. We're all going to cook together, each from our own kitchens. We also have a review on the show today from our kids' crew member, Xander. The series is My Big Fat Zombie Goldfish by Mo O'Hara. Now here's my recipe, ants on a log. You take a piece of celery, wash it really, really well, dry it, chop off the bad ends, stuff that groove with peanut butter or seed or nut butter that you love, and then top it with raisins. That's it. You can make fire ants on a log by topping it with cranberries instead of raisins, or you can even have sugar ants on a log using currants. Actually put ants on there if you want Uh, I suppose you could It would be added protein But kind of gross Especially if they're alive We've got a lot coming up for you On the Children's Hour You should grab a pencil and paper For our recipe sharing Or visit this episode page At childrenshour.org And look for Cooking with Kids
4: Banana bread, banana bread, we can be banana bread. We're not pretty, but we're not dead. We can be banana bread. You brought us home from the grocery. We look so snappy. Put us on the countertop over there. We were so happy. Then you forgot about us, lunch after lunch. Now we are a fruit fly-covered, brown, and bummed out bunch, but Banana bread, banana bread We can be banana bread We're not pretty, but we're not dead We can be banana bread We can be banana bread Once upon a time We were so yellow Cheery, bright, and smiling a bunch of happy fellows then we got forgotten now it's almost too late but you can still make us into something tasty to put on your plate banana bread banana bread we can be banana bread we're not pretty but we're not dead together for so long. We grew up on a banana tree and learned to sing this this song. All the young bananas learned it in case they get forgotten. So people don't throw them out just because they look a little bit rotten. Banana bread, banana bread. We can be banana bread. We're not pretty, but we're
0: A CD called Away We Go. That's Casper Baby Pants with banana bread. You're listening to the Children's Hour and with us on the show today is Sarah Robbins. She's the executive director of Kids Cook. It's an organization that goes into schools and teaches kids how to cook. Welcome to the Children's Hour, Sarah.
7: Thank you guys for having me. It's lovely to see everybody's face too.
0: And we're on Zoom right now recording this. And so that's how she's seeing us. You can see us too and follow along with our recipe that we're going to cook today. Go to our website, childrenshour.org, and you'll find the link to this show episode, Cooking with Kids. And there we have the recipe posted for you. I hope everybody here on the crew has ingredients. Some of us do. Hey, Camilla. Yep, I have all the ingredients right here. I did a
2: little bit of a head start. I prepped some ingredients.
7: Perfect. That's
2: great. So did I. Okay, I already cut up the radishes and the apples and and the...
7: Because it sounds like several of you guys really like to cook already, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So today we're actually making um, the kale salad with apples and cranberries and pepitas. Who knows what uh, pepitas are? Papitas are, um, they are sunflower seeds. Close. They look a lot like a sunflower seed, but they actually come from another vegetable. Pumpkin seeds. Yeah, pumpkin seeds. You know, half of your plate should be fruits and vegetables at every time you sit down for a meal. So breakfast or lunch or dinner. And so what we really like to do in Kids Cook is give... You guys, new opportunities to try new fruits or vegetables, and if maybe you eat, you know, kale in a certain way all the time, maybe this is a new way that you can actually cook kale at home, or one of these other fruits or vegetables, too. We're going to start with our kale. Who eats kale? Who likes kale?
8: We are a big fan of kale here in our house.
7: We love kale, for sure.
8: We are vegans. Kale is our religion.
7: I don't like kale. You're either a lover or a hater of kale.
2: I actually do like it. I'm pretty sure today was my first
0: time eating kale. I like it.
7: I
2: love
0: kale. It's my favorite thing. Kale is your favorite thing? Yeah. Has anybody not ever tried kale before?
3: I haven't tried kale before in my life. (laughs) I've tried every other lettuce there is out there, but just not kale. I haven't tried that.
0: Can we describe what it looks like? It's um. Just a lettuce that,
2: like, it has a stem that you have to pull the stem off. I like kale, but only if it's, like, you know, dry and crispy. But, um, I don't know how to describe kale. I don't have it here. Kale, it's, it's green, and it has this big stem in the middle of it.
8: It's kind of a little bit frilly on the ends as well.
2: Yeah, hardly like my brother's hair.
7: Exactly. It's kind of curly on the edges, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
7: If you guys have some kale what does it smell like Water like water
2: Kind of yeah it doesn't really smell like anything that much uh, kale
3: is kind of an earthy kind of a smell I mean, of it,
8: it, it smells like a earthier version of like almost lettuce. like
3: sort almost of. if like you mow the lawn and kind of smell after that with uh, all the grass and kind of that kind of stuff you know
8: especially if you cut it open.
3: So you guys were exactly
7: right about the kale. And kale does have this big stem in it. This is actually kale from my garden that I picked the other day. If you bought it at the grocery store, you can either get little pieces of kale like this, like baby kale, or you can get really big pieces of kale, more like what Maya has, that has the really big stem. Now that stem, it doesn't taste good, and it's really hard to chew. So you got to take that off. And the best way to do that, and this is something that anybody can do. So... Um, because it's easy to do, right? It doesn't even take a, a knife or anything. and You can just tear that right off by holding it from the bottom and pulling it all the way up. Now, that's the other thing about kale is the bigger it gets, um, the more structure it has. So it's more like a fan, right? So if you hold one of them up and it's, you know, from the garden and really fresh, it's going to be like this big fan, right? And that just means it has more fiber, And so when you kind of eat that fiber, sometimes it can be bitter, but something you can actually do to kale, um, if you're going to eat it raw, that makes that fiber break down is actually you want to massage it. So you just want to take it and just kind of rub on it a little bit. It's just going to break some of that down. It actually takes away some of that bitterness and it also helps when you're chewing it, um, for it's just not to be so chewy and it just tastes a little bit better. And you don't necessarily have to do it with baby kale whenever you get that, or if um, you have it in your garden and you you pull it uh, younger, so smaller, you don't necessarily have to do that. It doesn't tend to to be as uh, bitter um, or as fibrous whenever it's younger like that. Here I have all my kale right here, cut up into bite-sized pieces. Now, the next thing we have is um, an apple.
0: Does it have to be a green apple? Like, what if I only had a red apple?
7: had a red apple totally fine I like the green apple in this one because if you think about the other fruit that's in here we have the dried cranberries and those are pretty sweet and then if you add this um, green apple to it then it gives the crunch which is opposite of the cranberry right Um, and it's sour which is opposite of the cranberry so it gives a good flavor so when you're thinking of putting a salad together um, and you're looking through your fridge or your cupboard you those are the kinds of things that you really want to think about is what are the flavors that I'm going to put together, and you want to contrast some of those things as well. So any apple will absolutely do totally right, and today I have a green one. Now I'm going to show you guys a couple things, because in Kids Cook, we start, even as young as um, kindergartners, with cutting.
2: I cut stuff with uh, with a red knife or a blue knife. It's like it's like the blue one's like a bread cutter, and the red one's like for cutting, you know, like strawberries.
7: And that's a great way to start. So soft things like bananas or strawberries or things like that where you can safely cut those things. Now when you hold a knife, a sharp knife is a safe knife. So if you're gonna cut something hard like this, you definitely want your parents help if if you're not experienced with it. But what we do in Kids Coke is we pinch at the top of the handle, bottom of the blade, top of the handle, and then we wrap all the way around. And that's a safe hold of a knife. Now your other hand, we call it an egg hold. So your fingers aren't flat because what could happen? You could chop the ends of your fingers, right? You wanna tuck them in. So just like you were holding an egg, that soft egg, and you wanted to hold it really, really soft, right? So this is how we do it. We pinch, we wrap, we egg hold, and we push down. And away we always push down and away now the other thing is you want a, a good cutting board that is stable and at a good height you don't want it too high so sometimes when we're you know not quite as tall um, you definitely want to get a stool so that you're tall enough so that the counter is about your hip height and then you have a good surface to cut on
0: and i'm just going to interject here we have a series of pictures posted to childrenshour.org that show exactly this grip that Sarah's using right now as she's cutting these apples.
7: So here's our apple. The other piece is we don't ever use our finger to wipe off the blade, right? Because we could actually cut our finger. So in Kids Cook at schools, we actually use rulers, but um, you can actually use a spatula or something like that and just wipe your blade off. The other piece to using knives is... You don't ever hand a knife to your mom or your dad or or anybody else in your kitchen. So if you're going to pass the knife to someone, we go ahead and we put it down on the cutting board and then let the next person actually come in to cut whatever's going to be cut next. But really, as young as five, with your parents' help, you can start to do that. And then parents, it's really up to you um, on your comfort level. I have a nine-year-old boy and we've been practicing for several years. And so he can cut some things if I get it flat like this. And I feel confident that he can do that. But with my five-year-old little girl, um, it's more just, you know, bread knives. She's cutting bananas or strawberries with those kinds of things. And then I actually use the knife with her and I guide her through the actual cutting
0: process. There's a lot of ways to help kids learn how to cook. And that's what we're doing today. We're collectively making... A kale salad. You can find that recipe at childrenshour.org and on all of our social media feeds at TCH Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're going to keep cooking with kids right here on the Children's Hour.
1: Don't want a To the Children's Hour. Kids Public Radio.
0: We'll be right back. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, an educational nonprofit based in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where listeners supported at children'shour.org. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science, announcing Chocolate, the exhibition a multimedia science exhibit that engages the senses and traces the evolution of chocolate from a small bitter seed to the delicacy it is today. The exhibit runs through March 2023. More info at nmnaturalhistory.org. Support for the Children's Hour provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and events center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. You can purchase tickets, learn about events, play, and other opportunities, including future locations and music shows, at electricplayhouse.com. In the garden is Todd McHatton from a very obscure little CD called Ten Great Songs About Food. You're listening to the Children's Hour and with us is kids cook, Sarah Robbins. And we are making a kale salad together. You can follow along. The recipe is posted at childrenshour.org. So Sarah, we've bruised our kale and we've cut our apples. What is next?
7: The next piece in here is a radish. I actually got this at um, a mobile farmer's market yesterday. Have you guys ever seen a radish like this before?
8: That's a very big radish. That's like as big as your hand.
3: Wow.
7: What are the kind of radishes that you normally see? What color are they usually?
3: Red, normally.
0: Um, red. Reddish,
3: reddish kind of bluish.
0: Reddish, pinkish. Sarah, the recipe calls for five radishes. You don't mean five of those gigantic ones, do you?
7: It's whatever you have. I just happen to have these in my house. Um, But the five radishes on the recipe are just those little radishes that you normally get at the grocery store. This is a daikon radish, um, which are just, you know, uh, they're actually getting pulled out of the ground right now, and you can find them at a farmer's market um, if if you go to one. When you think of radishes, what does it taste like? Spicy.
2: It's a little bitter to
7: me. It's kind of sweet to me. Kind of sweet? Isn't that funny how you both can think different flavors of the same food? So, you know, what we like to talk about, too, in Kids Cook is how everybody has different taste preferences, right? And so while one of you think it could be bitter or one of you think it could be sweet, that's okay. Um, And what we say is don't yuck my yum. And if you wanna try things in Kids Cook, then you totally get to try it. But if your neighbor doesn't wanna try it, that's okay. We all participate and we all get to make things, but it's up to you if you wanna eat it or not. Okay. So that's our radish. We have some radish in there. And then we have, you know, our cranberries and our pepitas. So, something kids can do too, um, even, you know, younger than five. So, three to five years old, you can actually understand and know the difference between um, wet ingredients and dry ingredients, right? And that's really important when it comes to baking or measuring things. Now, um, we need about a half a cup of these cranberries. So usually what I do when my kids are helping me measure, I actually get a smaller measuring cup. So a half a cup, I actually use a quarter of a cup instead. And then they would, how many times would they actually measure from a quarter cup to get a half a cup? Two. Who said two, good job. I always think of a kitchen as a, like a learning laboratory. So it's not just a life skill because we all gotta eat, right? But it's also about math. So we would use two of these quarter cups. And I'm gonna put it over here with my apples and radishes. Um, And then again with the pumpkin seeds, we're gonna do that again. We're gonna measure it out. Now, if you had, you know, some flour or something like that, we also do what we call um, you gotta get it really full, right? And then we actually use our ruler again and we give it a haircut. So if you really want it to be exact for like dry measuring things, You just overfill it and then you shave it off the top. And then our cheese, that would be the last thing. So when you think of cheese, what kind of flavor does cheese add to our salad?
2: It can make it like bitter or it can add a kick of flavor to it. Sometimes it can make it bitter, sweet, spicy.
8: It tends to make the salad non-vegan. Do you have any good substitutes for people like us who don't eat cheese normally?
7: So um, when I think of cheese, I think of something that's salty, especially with this kind of cheese. It's a feta cheese. And so um, when I add this, it's really just more of that salty flavor. So there are some vegan cheeses that are out there if you like any of those. To add kind of that salty flavor and things, um, you can get, you know, some pumpkin seeds that are a little bit more salted um, to kind of add some of those flavors too. It's something that you can add. If it, you know, that's a cool thing about a recipe like this. If it's not something that you typically eat or something that you like, you don't have to put it in if, if you know, if, if you get to make it at home. And that's what I really like about, you know, cheeses is the creamy texture and then that saltiness too. So that's really what it's gonna add to this salad. And then dressing. I usually just make mine in a mason jar because then it's easy, you just put all your ingredients in there, then you put the lid on and you shake it on up, right? And then if you have any leftovers, easily goes in the fridge. So we're going to start with oil. So that's usually the base of most salad dressings. And this is is just a olive oil, and we're going to get 3 tablespoons of this. So these are our measuring spoons. So which one which measuring spoon is the biggest? Do you guys know? 1 teaspoon. Um, that would be the next one down. What's that biggest one? The tablespoon. Tablespoon. Good. And if you see that on a recipe, sometimes it actually says TBSP. So that's a, that's, you know, shortening, shortened version of a tablespoon. Now the next one down is a teaspoon. So that would be your next one. And then the next ones after that are all those fractions, right? But it's just cutting each one after that in half. So we have some oil And then vinegar. Vinegar is what? What kind of flavor does vinegar add? It's
8: pretty
3: sour.
7: Sour, right? We're going to get about, um, I think it was a tablespoon and a half. One and a half tablespoons. So that can be a little confusing sometimes, right? So you would do one tablespoon. And then does anybody know how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon?
0: An important cooking skill. How many teaspoons in a tablespoon? Two?
7: Eight. Four? Almost, you guys are close between two and four. Three? Three, yes. Okay, so if you had one and a half tablespoons
3: um, and
7: three teaspoons make one tablespoon, you would then do, anybody have a guess on how many teaspoons you would do for a half of a tablespoon?
5: One and a half teaspoons?
7: One and a half teaspoons. So one tablespoon plus one and a half teaspoons is one and one half tablespoons, and then um, Dijon. Anybody know what Dijon smells like or tastes like?
0: And when you are asking for Dijon mustard, you're meaning like the prepared mustard, like Grey Poupon, for example. Yeah, exactly. Maya's holding that up. Thank you, Maya.
7: So you know, it gives it a little bit of the um, a little bit of earthiness, a little bit of umami. Did anybody ever heard of umami ish? Yeah.
2: So umami is supposed to be like um the there was sweet, sour I forget all the um tastes, but umami was supposed to be like the
7: sixth taste. That's right. So the perfect example of what umami is is soy. So soy sauce, that's umami or miso, those kinds of things. And it really it just um the more flavors you can do, so we have some the sour in here from the vinegar. We're gonna add some sweet from the honey. And then the umami, the more flavors you have, the more of a profile it gives your flavors. It actually enhances the flavor of something. Um, The other trick that I really like about Dijon mustard um, is when you add it to stuff, it actually helps the oil and the vinegar to stay together. So that Dijon mustard, whenever you do that and then shake it up, that oil and vinegar don't separate after that either. What's next? So I added in the honey. So I did a one and a half teaspoons of honey. So we're just gonna mix it up and then we have our kale here. Now the other thing about kale is if you actually put the dressing and you can actually like dress your this um, kale sooner, then you're gonna eat it. And, so, and then keep it in the fridge for a little bit. It'll, that'll actually help to um, kind of break down that texture a little bit on the kale too. Okay, let me just stir this on up. So we have different textures in here, we have different flavors. These are, I think, just a great start for folks um, to experience lots of different colors and flavors whenever you're looking at your plate. Um, Whenever I sit down and serve dinner with my family, that's what I'm always really looking for, and I think really that's what fruits and vegetables provide everybody with is that pop of color. You know, I'm having a green salad, but what are other things that I can add on there that are gonna give other flavors? Plus, did you guys know that Different colors of fruits and vegetables actually have different vitamins. So really, that's usually what the color is in like a tomato. That's from vitamin A.
0: We've been making a kale salad with Sarah Robbins from Kids Cook. There's a video of Sarah making this salad linked at the Children's Hour website. Just look for the episode page for this episode, Cooking with Kids, the recipe is also there, and you can make this kale salad yourself. Not only is it nutritious, it's delicious. Sarah Robbins from Kids Cook, thanks so much for being with us on the Children's Hour. Thank
7: you guys. Thanks for having me. It was great to cook with you all.
0: It was fun cooking with you too, Sarah, and all of you in our audience and our kids' crew. Speaking of the kids' crew, the kids have submitted recipes of their own to share with you. We're going to tell you some of those on the air in the rest of the show. Also, the Extinction Diaries are coming up. But in the meantime, this next song was a request of our kids' crew. This is the Wiggles right here on the Children's Hour.
8: Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Salad Yummy, yummy Yummy, 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 yummy yummy Fruit salad Let's make some fruit salad today Uh It's fun to do It's a healthy way Uh Take all the fruit That you want to eat It's going to be A fruit salad treat The first step Peel your bananas The second step Toss in some grapes The third step Chop up some apples Chop up some melons And put them on your plate Now we've made it It's time to eat it Uh It tastes so good that you just can't beat it Uh Give everyone a plate and a spoon We'll all be eating it very soon The first step Eat up the banana The second step, eat up some grapes The third step, eat up some apples Eat the melons now, there's nothing on your plate Now we've had our fruit salad today Uh It's time to put the scraps away Uh Wash the bowls and wash the spoon Let's do it all again real soon Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Yummy, 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 yummy,
3: fruit salad. This is fruit salad, yummy, yummy. So what you're going to need is some mandarin oranges, some pineapples, and some coconut shavings. One half pint of sour cream. Then you're going to add eight ounces of pineapple and mandarin oranges. Then you're going to mix that up with the sour cream. And then you're going to put in your coconut. You're going to want one cup of that. And then one-fourth pound of green grapes.
0: Melissa's recipe for fruit salad yummy yummy right here on the Children's Hour. Cheese.
1: One, two, three. Cheese, peas, pickles, and bananas. Emily, she likes her pizza pie. One day I caught her pouring mustard on her fries. Martin's mommy makes the tastiest thing. Hot dogs, cheese, and bacon tied up in a string. Well, that sounds good and all, but I just wanna sing about my cheese, peas, pickles, and bananas. Little mayonnaise mixed up right, just to think you cure your real appetite. My mom, my mom's mom, her mom's mom before Wrote down the recipe, there's nothing I like more No eggs, no rice and beans, not even frosted flakes No ham, no jam, no spam, no cookies, pies or cakes I'm only gonna jump for joy, someone's gonna make me some cheese, peas, pickles and bananas Little mayonnaise mixed up right Just the thing to kill your appetite When I get older I can reach the I can reach the shell I'm gonna make that crazy salad for myself I need a block of cheese, a pot of peas Get me a banana from a chimpanzee One more thing can you answer me Is there any such thing thing as a pickle tree? tree. So whether you're a Pizza pizza eater eater, An ice cream cream treater Or smother your butter butter with corn. corn May sound funny but Find yourself with the craving for Cheese peas, pickles and bananas Cheese peas, pickles and bananas Cheese peas, pickles and bananas Cheese peas, pickles and bananas
2: This is lemon banana Peel the banana into small slivers or chunks Peel it and then slice it (laughs) Squeeze a slice of lemon or tangerine or orange over it for a tangy flavor.
1: Egg salad in the sun. Egg salad in the sun. Sweating under stretch, plastic skies, Russian roulette. Bacteria cries, Excellent in the sun. Excellent in the sun. The chicken's almost done. The hot dog's in a bun. Devil in the aches, multiply Don't let it go to waste, save a taste for Brian. Brian such a hot, hot day? Father, why are the drinks not cold? Brian? Brian? Has anyone seen Brian?
8: He was in. Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back.
0: The Children's Hour radio show is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Support for the Children's Hour provided by United Way of Central New Mexico. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org.
5: This is Xander from the Children's Hour with a book review of My Big Fat Zombie Goldfish by Ma- Moe O'Hara, illustrated by Merrick Jagookie, and published by Square Fish. This book is about Tom, his friend Pat and Tom Z was big brother, Mike. Mike wants to try out his new chemistries, search on a goldfish to see what would happen. After the Fist died, Toms and Pratties were able to bring the Fist back to life with a battery. Frankie, the now-zombie goldfish has hit no zombie powers and wants revenge on Mike. One great thing about this book is that it has two stories in one. In the second story, we meet Pradeep's evil computer genius Big Brother Sons. He and Mark teams up to try and take over the school. I really like this book because it is so ridiculous and funny. I like it so much that I brought all six Zombie Golfers books, and the four books are about Mark and his evil vampire kitten I would rate this book five Grinchillies out of five. The book is called My Big Fat Zombie Goldfish by Mo O'Hara, illustrated by Meg Jaguki and published by Square Fist. For the children's hour, this is Xander
9: I'm a UFO, hope to God that my body still can decompose Cause I'm biodegradable, biodegradable. and you're biodegradable, biodegradable. You Gotta stay biodegradable. biodegradable, but you find that the mind is highly persuadable. doesn't matter if you came through the canal or your cesarean If you're an omnivore or maybe more a vegetarian You choose to eat an animal, a vegetable, a mineral Eat what you are, it's never been more literal Along with the refrain, no more, no more junk in my food. 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 We wanna slow, not fast, like they grew in the past. With green dream coming, growing up in the youth, please. No more junk in my food. More and more organic, not the biomechanic. Then McDonald's got a farm. GM, GMO. Chicken in the cow, but what they do now, now you, you really, really don't wanna know. No. Why must we label it organic when that's the way we've been growing it for ten thousand years? I think the farm factory should label honestly to admit to what they add genetically and chemically. Is there a bioengineer in the house? Is there a bioengineer? I need some help with this label. How do you say this? Calcium polyphosphate. Is this nutritional claim a fairy tale or a fable? Come chemical, come and on the food chain, come dumping. To sing along with the refrain. No more junk in my food. 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 No in my food. We want to slow, not fast, like they grew in the past. With green dream coming, growing up in the please No more junk in my food. More and more organic, not the biomechanic. We had a plant that won't produce To see monopolize everything that grows They're trying to say the corporate we is efficient and worthwhile But the average meal that you eat travels traveled 1,200 miles subsidizing and therefore realize the price tag I wonder if my carrots get jet-lagged <laughs> Who makes a fruit that doesn't have a seed? Who
1: makes a fruit that doesn't have a seed? Believe we'll the man in the suit with his arrogance and greed
9: Can decompose. No more junk in my food.
0: That was Wookie Foot from their release called Be Fearless and Play with Junk Food. And you heard Xander's book review behind that was blue dot sessions before the break you heard Gunner Madsen egg salad in the sun from I am your food and Nora O'Connor and Steve Frisbee gave us cheese peas pickles and bananas in the background Keller Williams from a CD called dream this is cookies we're talking about cooking with kids on the children's hour today and our kids crew have their favorite recipes to share You can follow along on all of our recipes at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode, Cooking with Kids. Next up is Amadeus right here on the Children's Hour.
3: This recipe is going to be egg free lemon pie filling, just in case there's any vegans out there. You're going to want one-fourth cup of any sort of egg replacer. You're going to want one cup of sugar. You're going to want one-fourth teaspoon of salt, which is optional, by the way. You're also gonna want uh, one and a half cups hot water, one third cup lemon juice, and two tablespoons lemon rind, and one nine-inch pie shell. What you're gonna wanna do is, in a double boiler, combine the egg replacer, the sugar, and the salt. Stir with a rubber spatula until thoroughly blended. Add water, lemon juice, and the lemon rind. Continue stirring until it's really smooth and should be really thick, too. So when it drops from the spatula, the pie filling should like kind of mound a little bit. You can kind of see it kind of get thicker and thicker as you cook it. Once you've got that consistency, you'll kind of know when. And so you're gonna remove from the heat and kind of stir it for five minutes till it cools. You're gonna put it into the pie shell and let it cool really thoroughly, refrigerate it for like two hours, and that should be good we can put some whipped cream on it and fruit is really good with it and you have almost a lemon tart filling with a little bit of whipped cream and uh, all that. I've made it myself, it's really nice. Hopefully some of you can enjoy that.
2: Coconut French toast. Whip up two eggs in a bowl. Add a sprinkle or two of cinnamon and whip together. Dip bread into egg and cinnamon. Melt coconut oil into your pan. Cook both sides.
10: Look. Well, it's Saturday morning, and what do I smell? It's warm, and it's sweet, and I know it so well. Is it bacon or sausage? You know I can tell. She's warming up the syrup, and it's ringing up bell. It's French toast! Come and get it. It's stacked up so high. The steamy, or oh so dreamy. Come on, give them a try. It's French toast! Come and get it. I'm licking my So tasty, I'll be leaving mom tips. Oh, yeah. First, you mix some milk and eggs, and you beat it real smooth with some cinnamon and vanilla in a bright yellow pool. Then you take your bread swimming in the milk, eggs, and spice. Melt some butter in a skillet till it's bubbling nice. Put the bread in the pan for a minute or two. Flip it over, and you'll see it's golden brown for you. Then one more minute, and it's great for the plate. With some strawberries or bananas, man, it tastes so great. Drizzle on some honey or some powdered sugar or some syrup or molasses. Make it so much gooder. Get a big glass of milk and some sausage or ham. You got a five-star breakfast for the whole day, fam. Oh, yeah! The technicolor cereal and cartoon scenes but wait mom's got the favorite from coast to coast the cartoons can wait bring on the french toast It's french toast, toast. come and get it they're stacked up so high the steamy also oh so dreamy come on give them a try it's french toast, toast. come and get it i'm licking my lips breakfast so tasty i'll be leaving mom tips french toast
0: From a CD called Songs from the Treehouse that was Mr. Saxophone with French Toast. You're listening to the Children's Hour and cooking with kids is what we're talking about today. Daniel on our crew submitted this recipe. It's a no-bake cookie recipe. Here's the ingredients. Two cups of white sugar, one-half teaspoon salt, one-half a cup of butter, one-half a cup of milk, one-half a cup of peanut butter, three cups of rolled oats, one teaspoon vanilla extract, one half cup of powdered chocolate drink mix. In a medium saucepan over medium heat, combine the sugar, salt, butter, and milk and bring it to a boil for a full minute. Remove from the heat and stir in the peanut butter, oats, vanilla, and chocolate drink mix. Drop by spoonfuls onto wax paper, and let it stand until completely cool. That's it. No-bake cookies. Delicious. All the recipes you hear on the show today are posted at childrenshour.org. DJ Cookie. DJ There's
11: lots of cookies in. The cookies in the whole wide world fruit is good vegetables better let's hang out and eat cookies together together chocolate chip peanut butter sugar cookies for my brother mom likes oatmeal raisin they're made of oatmeal and also raisins some are round some are square
12: Shardin mama's lily baby love, sharding bread. Mama's lily baby love, sharding, sharding. Mama's lily baby love, sharding shardin shardin bread. Sneak into the kitchen, slip off the lid. Filled my pockets full of sharding bread. And toss the cup is a little cotton. Gain a little sharding bread. When I'm mowed at the When I'm mowed
0: Shorten and Bread is Salone with Famoro Duobate from Putumayo Kids Presents Jazz Playground. And before that, you heard a brand new release. Hi-ya is the name of the CD. Go Banano Go is the name of the band. I love cookies was that song. We're going to go out with some Christine Lavin singing about some of our favorite foods to make in our kitchen. We hope you get cooking today. Let's catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour.
8: Guacamole, 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 guacamole,
1: guacamole, taco salad, taco salad, taco
8: salad, taco salad, taco salad, taco salad, taco salad.
12: Some sour cream, some lettuce, salsa. Don't forget the refried beans. Nane- really add, add a little, al- má- you make right, it, it, <coughs> it pon- hot, a little make it hot, really hot. Add a little jalapeno, make a little make it hot, really hot. Add a little make it hot, really hot. and a little make it hot, really a little make it make it hot, really a little make make a little make make a
8: little make it make a little make make
12: Add a little jalapeno, you make it a little make it hot, hot? a little you make it a little you make it hot, hot? a little hot, you make it a little you make it hot, really hot, and a little jalapeno, you make it hot, a little jalapeno, you make it hot, filly a little jalapeno, you make it hot, make it hot, and a little you make it hot, really hot, and a little you make it hot, hot, and a little you make it hot, and a little you make it hot.
3: Children's Hour is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit corporation.
8: Our show was written by Katie Stone, with help from all of us in the Kids Crew.
3: Find lots
2: of information about us at childrenshour.org. Many thanks to Sarah Robbins from Kids Cook for being on the show with us today.
3: Our podcast
2: can be found wherever you get your podcast, or at patreon.com. The Children's Hour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the Children's Hour podcast.
3: We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio.
2: Our theme music is written by CK Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by the Children's Hour Incorporated and the Public Radio Exchange, PRX, and the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.